Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome back to Baseball Mainly. Here we are in this uh, beautiful October day where it's been cold. <laughs> it was 32 degrees this morning. And uh, it was a late night last night. It was. I'm not used to being out after dark. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it was. Well, you didn't turn into a werewolf, so that's good. Yeah. Was, uh, it, was it a full moon, though, yesterday? It was that hunter's moon. moon yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, but, that's probably why the werewolf didn't come out, if it's a hunter's moon. <laughs> but my wife, who takes uh, photos of infants at a hospital, mm-hmm. <laughs> was not looking forward to going to work yesterday because of the full moon. She figured she'd have a lot to do. Do, yep. And uh, I don't know. Do you think that that has any effect on? I don't know. I think it has. I think it plays more to people's like brains, you know, like thinking about it. I guess I should introduce you with us today is uh, our uh, uh, playoff baseball specialist extraordinaire, (laughs) Corey Cody Stewart. Yes. Hello. And uh, which one are we going by today, Corey? Is it Corey or Cody? You can call me Cece. Cece? Cece. Yeah. Corey yeah. Cody instead of Corey Patrick. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke here that uh, we we can't figure out the difference between an R and a D, so you're just going to be not. Cody. That's fine. Cody sounds more like a baseball name, doesn't we it? We had a Cody. Yeah. Yeah. And they're off to the races. And, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and with us also, as usual, is Ethan the Statman Perlman. Yeah, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm going to be honest. And you're exhausted because yesterday yeah. we were with our uh, our associate here in the studio today, yes, Tom Mazaway. Hey, guys. Hey, Tom. Welcome. Tom does a show. Happy playoffs. Uh, called Maz and Friends. Yesterday it, it was the Lions Rap Edition from Mr. Joe's in Southfield. Mm-hmm. You ought to come out and see Tom. He does a great job. It'll be Sunday at 11. Two hours before Lions kick. That's right. Every Lions game. Last night we had Monday Night Football. We got robbed. Well, it's the big topic of Detroit today <laughs> and nationally. Yep. Well, Twitter was trending. I know it's mainly it baseball, here, but you can't sneak in a little Lions ripoff. Well, we're trying. Yep. To, we're trying to be upbeat. I we know. Don't, want, <laughs> don't bring them up. Don't bring the Lions <laughs> on. We're going to talk about the Lions. You know, I was four years old in 1957. I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, since then, it's just been ugly. And, you know, my my dad was a wonderful man, but he abused me as a child because he made me watch the Lions. <laughs> yeah. From Tom Dempsey to the uh, all the way up to Barry retiring to Calvin's no catch in the end zone. Yep. Him retiring to, at age 29. To I'll take the wind. Mm-hmm. To and just, you know, I can't take it anymore. I don't blame you. But they look like they have a good team they this do. year. They look they look like they can play with any. They've been in every yep. game. They're competitive. The, the only issue is that the people in the zebra stripes are not on their team. Oh, here That's we go. Fact. They are on the other team called the team in which the betters love. Well, because they they literally could have just made or broke the Lions season and currently trending on Facebook is uh, not on Facebook on Twitter is hashtags Lions versus refs. Yeah, 
Well. You know, I believed in what Matthew Stafford said after the postgame. We were there to play the Packers, not the refs. Yeah. And you know what? He's right, because he didn't throw a touchdown the entire game. He wasn't good. So The best you play? You shouldn't rely on the officiating. You should have to rely on yourself to but win the game. But when the officiating leads to a touchdown, sure. the oh, game-winning field I totally field agree goal, with you. But that, that's not the deciding factor. I, you have I to, love it you when have the announcers, to play the team. But I love it when the announcers say, let the players play. Sure. This year, the refs have not let the players play, sure. and I am actually completely fine. I know players get fined. I know mm-hmm. teams get fined when they come out against the refs and the NFL officiating committee. Remember the substitute refs there, that year? There were, <laughs> there were so many just players who yesterday would have been technically like their day off mm-hmm. that were on Twitter all night giving it to the NFL. True, and I honestly Barry think Barry Sanders spoke up. I think yeah. I, wow. honest, I honestly Agreed. think if Barry uh, Sanders, if the NFL doesn't get this under control, they'll never will. The players should just go on strike. Uh, the only ones you're not going to see go on strike, obviously, are going to be Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, because these are the NFL golden child. Sure, Let's go. And, I like where you're going. Oh, um, then we can have like the movie The Replacement with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Hey, it's October. It's baseball. That's right. It is baseball. Um, But it was devastating. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even watch it. I've seen some of the replay stuff, and it's like, what were they looking at? You know what's worse than that? Up in the air. You know what's worse than last night? The night before, when I had to stay up to 1 in the morning and watch my Yankees couldn't do a damn thing against yeah. that Houston bullpen. Mm-hmm. And they lose on a Carlos Correa home run off of Jay Happ in the 11th. That five Opposite hours, field. I could yeah. never get that five hours back. And the next day, I woke up with a terrible migraine. I'm not sure if it was from that or the weather. Oh. It just stunk. Well, the, uh, the the Correa home run was pretty spectacular in that it was to the opposite field. It was a no-doubter. It, it wasn't cheap. It just shows how strong the guy is True. and how fast they throw. A lot yep. of that power is generated by the speed of the ball. But you still have to meet it, and you still have to swing hard. Yeah. It was amazing. That was a game was, where Verlander really kind of wasn't having this stuff. So. He, he still uh, held mean, up the he, three he, hits. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you gave up two runs in what six and two thirds yeah, innings. Two runs came on that home one run. One home run. I that mean, was it one bad pitch. What, what did he punch out? Seven or eight in that game? Seven, I believe. Yeah. Well, uh, what happened on this day in baseball history? So this day, baseball history, let's go back to 1988. This is one of uh, my favorites because it's almost like a tiger. Yeah, when Kurt Gibson, a limping Kurt Gibson, appears as a pinch hitter in the ninth inning of Game 1. Dodgers and A's and homers off of future Hall of Famer Dennis Eckersley over the right field fence, giving the Dodgers a 5-4 victory. And we got the video of this. So let's uh, throw that on up. Now, despite the fact that Gibson's legs were bad, 
he still ran faster than Lasorda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just minutes uh, before that, he was on the massage table. I mean, he, yeah, they oh, literally yeah. pulled him off the massage table. That was the only bat he got in this yeah, series. That's it. That, that broke their back. That broke the A's back. That yep. was it. They got swept. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, uh, looking at that swing tells you how strong Gibson was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because there was there were no legs in that swing. Mm-hmm. Even his back foot didn't stay planted. Nope. It was it it moved as he swung. It mm-hmm. was all arms. Amazing. Yep. What an amazing athlete. Uh, we were we were privileged to see him play here in Detroit. Yep. I know I know that a lot of people thought he was so hard nosed and he was aloof or whatever. The guy got paid to play baseball, and he played it very well. Yes. He wasn't. He didn't have all the tools a lot of other guys had. But I'll tell you what. You've, he could have gone 0 for 4, come up in the ninth inning with the game on the line. That's the guy I want batting. He was hard-nosed. He had an attitude. Mm-hmm. He, wasn't, he wasn't afraid. He didn't care if it was Goose Gossage, Dennis yep. Eckersley, mm-hmm. or me. It, you know, it was. It was. You were going to get the same thing. He was mm-hmm. going to give you all he had. He couldn't mm-hmm. hit your sixty mile an hour fast. Probably, can I, probably uh, not. And I haven't <laughs> been able to throw a ball that fast in a long time. Okay, can I ask though? Where is that emotion when he's calling a baseball game? I am sorry, he is so dry. Where is that emotion that I happen know, to point. love Enthusiasm. the way he is on the broadcast? Well, I like. I like the. Well, I like the analytic side from which he, you know, takes his baseball experience and places that into the broadcast but right now he is a is he the play-by-play or the color analyst color, color guy color. i'm sorry as the color analyst give me something i want to listen to i sometimes will mute the tv i think he I went turn on, on the radio about corn one time he did yeah i, liked, I turn i turn I on the, the radio moon. and i listen to <laughs> dan when he talked about the phases of the moon yes the, yes he did the, the waning gibbous moon i love that <laughs> no think about no. it what were we watching when we watched the tigers game this year uh, we were done. watching a single A, double A, triple A made up team. It wasn't. It wasn't it, Tiger baseball. It I, wasn't. I, well, that's it why wasn't I major agree league that. baseball. The, ta- the talent is not what it needs to be. I enjoy him. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I like Gibby. I prefer Jack Morris over Gibby. Jack Morris at least gives me a little hey, bit of it voice inflection. Don't forget Gibby's battling Parkinson. True. True. I mean, he's True. he's careful with his words. He's careful how he puts them out. So mm-hmm. he's got to be yeah. a little slower. I, I'm than a Gibson fan. Be. Yeah, I'm a Morris fan. Uh, both guys had the same attitude when they played, didn't they? I'm a Simo fan. I like his. Do you I like, like his, his style? Outfits? I like his style. You know what? Do you like I'm a big Simo. And I like oh, Peaches. Yeah. I like Dan Petrie. Oh, so yeah. we all like oh, yeah. somebody different. Mm-hmm. Nobody is is kinder than Dan Petrie. Mm-hmm. I've I've uh, having gone to a fantasy camp where he was my coach. Mm-hmm. I really coach. like that guy. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice man. Got to meet his parents. I believe his father passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see why Dan's such a nice man. Because yeah. his parents were real class. Yeah, They were wonderful people. And uh, I'll take Dan Petrie any day. And and by the way, Dan Petrie, he was a pretty darn good pitcher. That's right. Anyway, so what we, else happened on this day in history? We jumped to 2003. Steve Bartman, the very mm. famous now. 2003, Cubs, 2002. 2003, I mistyped on this. Oh. Uh, on this piece. Uh, the Cubs fan who ends up deflecting a foul ball in Game 6 of the NLCS releases a statement of his actions. During a weepy apology, the 26-year-old human resource company worker asked Chicago fans to redine- redirect their negativity 
into positive su support for the team's Game 7 of the championship series. They yeah. lost. Um, so what they ended up losing. What do you think? Do you think Jerry Seinfeld sent him a, uh, a souvenir copy of the, of the episode they did on this? I would hope. Did you ever see the Seinfeld yeah, uh -huh, episode uh -huh. where it was? Yeah. No. Yeah. It was a takeoff on this. Poor Bartman. I feel it beca bad. It became an adjective, didn't well, it? Well, mm -hmm. yes. But here's the thing. Like, I, I feel bad for him only in the sense that he. You see him. He's a he's a Cubbies fan. He's listening to the game on the headset. Yep. He's got Cubs gear. He just yep. wanted the ball and reaching well, over. Yeah, he reached well, over a little bit too much. Yeah. Everybody was it. reaching for well, it. Yeah, but and there's and no it. reason to scrutinize the man for like trying to just be a fan but in a really it. good game. I remember being in Chicago with my family at a bar and we were watching it and we were just kind of laughing because. We were Tigers have you, fans. But have, <laughs> have you seen the ES? I believe it was ESPN or MLB Network. One of them did a a highlight of this incident, and they sat down and they really thought about what how, how he was thinking during that moment when he's sticking his hand out to catch the ball because mm -hmm. he is listening to the game in his ear. Right. And as we know, there is a delay. Sure. From the radio uh -huh. to what is happening, right. and if he's so intent and he's listening, he may not be paying attention to that ball coming back towards the field, the uh, back of field back play towards yeah field of play. Right, and they actually ran it back and played the audio to the real time, and it showed that if he was listening very intently to the audio, he would not have known that that ball would have landed in. The field of play. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. That's cool. The ball's right there in front of you. Your gut reaction is everything else around Actually, you your gut goes, away, get out of goes the way. away. And the first, what's the, I mean, your initial thing when a ball's there, you you're reach out it. for it. So, or you duck. So oh, yeah, that too. You're now 42 years old, yeah. and, and your name is Bartman. Mm hmm. And you've applied for a job, and you're in the interview. Didn't he change his name? And they say, Bartman. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Wait, no. Well, after the, after the World didn't Series, they, didn't they? Didn't I don't he change think he did. I don't think he did. <laughs> after he, the he World Series, they invited him to you know refused. Wrigley Field, he and no he refused. Which is, you, you know, you were scrutinized for that long. And then all of a sudden the curse is broken. Yeah, Bart. I wouldn't have gone back either, just because like I mean, he got, I got ran out of Chicago. The I mean, he got a ring though. Is so. the Bill Buckner of the Cubs, mm -hmm. right? And and it's it's the same thing. Is it really his fault? No, he's it's a ball game. You, you know it. No, great. Right. It just was an unfortunate thing at the time. Right. But granted, though, if I did that in Detroit in a game <laughs> like with the Tigers, you I wouldn't have really gotten would. out of the stadium. <laughs> Been strung up on Woodward Avenue by my toes. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, now they might have just thrown you on the queue line. Express oh yeah, and uh, just like yeah, you go back and forth to the Fisher Building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Steve Bartman. I feel bad for poor queue line. You know what? You guys, won, you guys had your World Series. You finally won it. Take it. It know. only took what 108 years? Was it that long? Yeah, just for about them that. to win a World Series. Yeah. I think that's the Lions' program for winning a new championship. They're rebuilding since '57. That's right. But what, what fan is gonna years. what fan is gonna jump out onto the field and intercept and ruin the chances for? Oh wait, no, that's the ref. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I what say, else happened? I was gonna say as long as the uh, the fan tackles the opposing QB, I'm 
fine with it. Sure. Uh, 2017, 29 years later, Justin Turner follows in Kurt Gibson's steps and hits a walk-off three-run home run in the 12th inning of LA's 4-1 victory over the Chicago Cubs in Game 2 of the NLCS. As we already talked about in 1988, Kurt Gibson hit his, and uh, Justin Turner's, it was a mammoth shot, and as you can see, everybody was on their feet. Yeah. And I don't think he's even combed that beard since. <laughs> I think it's been trimmed. I think it's been trimmed. That's a butt-ugly beard. I, gotta, I just got to say. Got to hand it to Dodgers fans, though. They are... They are, they are they're loyal. They're big fans. Yeah. They are. Well, you know, I. That's a good. That's a when good. When they area. get there from, you know, after traffic and all, they get right. there in the fourth <laughs> yeah. inning. Well, I mean, you got to be pretty good. You got, you from the fourth to the eighth, they're you got to be a dedicated fan to drive to the stadium <laughs> yeah. with all that traffic. Well, I was at a Dodgers game this year, mm-hmm. and I didn't find the traffic as bad as I thought it was going to be. Who were they playing? But we got directed down some side streets that led us into the parking lot, and it was really not not too bad at all. Who were they playing? Uh, let's see. I the believe Tigers. they were playing the um, Padres. Well, the, no, no, no it wasn't the it. Padres. It was uh, the uh, Diamondbacks. Oh, okay. well, there, there. That's the reason why there was no traffic. Place was <laughs> packed. It was a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, and the place was packed. And I tell you, the Dodger fans were into it. I, w- my wife and I, s- several years ago, had been to a an L.A. Rams game in Anaheim when they were playing oh, in, cool. the, in, the, in the Anaheim in that stadium. Who was quarterback? It, Vince Ferragamo? I have no okay. idea. <laughs> I was going to say that. I have no idea. I was given ago. these tickets by some friends at a disreputable today um, mortgage company. Sweet. And anyway, at any rate, um, it was the most surreal experience I've ever had. You go to a Lions game, man, there's tailgating, and people are, by the time they get in the game, they're at a fever pitch. and you know. Or completely drunk. This was... That's short, the best way to go, short isn't it? sleeves, 75, 78 degrees. People laid back. Half the place was empty, and there was no noise. It was like there was nothing going on. Yeah, that's what I expected at this Dodger game. I expected, ah, this is California. They'd be all laid back. No, these people were nuts. Yeah, they they were going crazy for their Dodgers, and mm-hmm. that's what it should be. I yeah. mean, when they stole them from New York way back when in the O'Malley's, they took them out. I don't know if you know the story. They had the Giants. I know Jess would know the story, but the Giants and the Dodgers mm-hmm. got you know, sold this, uh, come on out to California. We're mm-hmm. going to take care of you. O'Malley was up in an airplane. They were like a helicopter. They're like, where do you want the stadium? He's like, oh, it's, it's right there in that little show, in that ravine, Chavez Ravine. Uh-huh. That, mm-hmm. All right, we'll give it. They give it to him for free. They gave it to him <laughs> for free. And Corey the, the, the and deal, Jack. The deal was you got to go convince Horace Stoneman, who owned the New York Giants, uh-huh. to come here to San Francisco. We'll give him something in San Francisco so you could have a rivalry because the most furthest west team, I think, was St. Louis at that point. Right. Yeah. So for a team, only for everyone to go travel to L.A., it wouldn't make sense. They needed that other New York team. Right. To go, mm-hmm. so the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants, you know, went to San Francisco and L.A. And years later, the New York Mets were born. Mm-hmm. And if you know, notice their colors are the colors of the Dodgers and the Giants. And the Giants mm-hmm. mixed in. That's your New York Metropolitans. Holy! By, by the way, yeah. I love City Field. I yeah, love it's the great Mets stadium. stadium. It's a yeah. great yeah. stadium. Uh, wow. So that little tidbit for you. I like that, Ness. Well, Thank you. I always want to learn things. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. Now, is yeah. That, I, I was too young when they moved. I wasn't even born yet. Right. Moved, me but I was born when the Mets were born in 62. So I was a little penchant for them. 
in my heart. Yeah, 62, they lost 120 yeah. games, yeah. by the way. They were the joke, man. And this, this, these Tiger teams that we had back in 03 and this team that we just had in 19 pretty much rivaled those teams, that Met team. Well, That's how bad it was. Here's a, uh, here's a little tidbit. Which manager in the four remaining teams, of the four mm-hmm. remaining teams, was on that 2003 game team? Which of the four managers? Okay, so you have, uh, obviously, uh, the Yankees have Boone, so he wasn't on it. Bochy? No, Bochy's not there. Bochy's not in the Giants. So you you got, right now, you got Dave Martinez for the Nationals. You've got... With the Nationals. St. Louis has what's-his-face right now. No, he wasn't. Schulte or Schilt? Schilt? Yeah. um, And then you got, right... Wow, I'm blanking on names. He's a catcher it. for us. AJ Hinch. Oh, I'll be damned. Yeah, really? He was, he was on that team. Yeah. So the he knows. The only guy I didn't talk about. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that guy has gone from worst to best, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it, things turn around. Hopefully they turned around for Bartman. All right. <laughs> uh, That's a good, good thing. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, baseball's a lot like life. You know, sometimes things are really bad. But it, it can lead to good things. He right. stuck it out in baseball. He became a he was a very good catcher. He did a good job. Got to remember, baseball's like hair. You can cut it and it'll grow back. Not mine. Except on the side, until it stops growing. <laughs> yeah, but by that time, you know, hopefully something came about it. You know. Well, we usually talk about the Tigers' performance. So I took the liberty, and we don't have any. Uh, pictures for this. No. Of looking up Ethan's favorite farmhand, Isaac Paredes. Okay. He's batting 208 in the uh, Arizona League. Which okay. Sounds awful, doesn't it? However, he's had 69 plate appearances, 11 hits, 11 runs, 8 RBIs. He's walked 12 times. He has a 377 on base. He's played in 15 games. I'll take a guy with a 208 yeah. with a 377 on base. Yeah. Now that's not today's major leagues, right? That's you know major leagues. We don't care, uh, you know, on base. That doesn't matter. I want to know how many home runs you're going to hit. Well, on what? base and slugging. Ops uh, OP, is the OPS big is the biggest thing right now among, uh, you know, baseball analytics well, because this guy it's is telling you how often you're getting on base and when you do, are you making it matter? Anything this guy's fast. And above is is phenomenal. Eight hundred and above. On OPS oh. is phenomenal. Sure, well, wish take, we had, I sure wish that was important when Alex Avila yeah. was still on our team. Yeah. His on-base percentage was great. In 15 yeah. games, this guy has eight RBIs, well, I mean, look at it, 11 look at runs scored, nice. mm-hmm. and uh, 12 walks. Well, Not bad. I'll take that. I will. You know? So hopefully what he's learning is an eye at the plate. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we, we, we know that he has hit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so... Anyway, well, the, the, little, the, little one, report the one from, uh, Tiger Arizona. I always loved watching regular season, postseason when he was with us because his OPS and I, I mean, not OP, OPS, OBP, I'd have to go back and look, but it had to be close to 400 every year he was with us. Placido Polanco. Oh, yeah. Guy had a great eye. Yeah. He knew how to control the bat. He didn't care if it was a single that went five feet. It was a cardinal. That's why. Or a single why. that went yeah. uh, That's right. 250. That's right. Yeah. Let me teach him. Last I mean, year of uh, Yankee Stadium, we went to a game there. By the way, the Yankee fans were very kind to us. And we yes, had our we Tiger gear. We were very kind. 
And, I mean, it was it was it was it was great. Polanco hit two home runs. I was sitting in the Loge. Uh, oh, the yes, Loge. I didn't even know that was a thing at the ballpark. <laughs> What's a Loge? Anyway, uh, Polanco hit two home runs, and if you remember, he didn't hold that bat way down on the knob. He no. choked nope. up a couple mm-hmm. inches. He did. Uh, and really I believe too. that season or the season before, he went the entire season without an error at second base. Yes. Yep. Wow. That's so it's amazing. Inter- guy. It it's interesting. Big. I just looked up Placido Polanco's numbers, and I never realized he finished in the MVP top twenty-five twice in voting for not having astounding offensive numbers. I mean, one year he finished twenty-fifth with a two-eighty-five average. And with the custom helmets. Yeah, because that was a big noggin. (laughs) (laughs) He loved his winter hats, though. He did. He loved them. It was a big noggin and the big cheeks. (laughs) Yes. I always thought he was like a chipmunk. No, there's a lot of smart. A lot of smarts up there. You know there there was some nickname that involved that noggin. Because every baseball player gets a nickname. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, in the postseason, some stuff's going on here. Uh, what which, do you which think? series do we want to talk about first? The one that's going to end today Let, or the one that's going to Let's move on. Let's, let's talk about ALC the Yankees and, yeah. and the Astros since we have a Yankees ex, a fan extraordinaire here. Yes, that's a fact. So who's the best player on the Yankees in this series, do you think? Well, Aaron Judge is starting to show, yep. his, starting to show mm-hmm. his way. and He's looking very comfortable up at the plate. I think Gary Sanchez is closing in on something. I think Didi Gregorius is also closing mm-hmm. in on something as well. But Glaber Torres is the MVP right now. The kid, you know, he's a superstar. And I want to thank the Cubs for uh, loaning him to us. Oh, no, they gave him to us. We loaned them, uh, uh, mm-hmm. our oldest Chapman, for two months, uh-huh. and they gave us Glaber Torres. Yep. So we want to say thank you to the fine folks over Theo Epstein. Do you think, thank you Theo. very much. Do you think that uh, general managers know when they sign a guy who's at the end of his contract that's going to be a free agent? At the end, they're renting him for a few months. Mm-hmm. Do you think they know if they have a chance to sign him, or if they are pretty sure he's going to go back where he came from? I'm, I think these guys knew, and I think the Cubs knew they needed him to win to get over the hump. And let's face it, they needed every pitch from him to get over the hump. I mean, remember Rajay Davis tying that game oh, yeah. with the three-run homer mm-hmm. of the Indians and, and the Cubs? That was a phenomenal World Series. It was. They easily could have lost that World Series, yep. and they would have wound up losing Glaber Torres. And a roll to Chapman for nothing. Yeah, it would have cost. It would have been nothing. It, the drought still would have been going on. Amazing well, how many times we talk about Tigers yeah. who are on other other teams. teams. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are really dominating this playoff, mostly for the Washington Nationals, who we'll talk about in a bit. But this uh, Houston series is is tough. I, when the Yankees won seven nothing on Saturday night, I was happy. But I got to be honest, I was just as sad when they lost. That three-two game on Sunday night, I really think it might have sucked the life out of him. Because mm-hmm. I, I know it sucked the life out of me. <laughs> uh, it really did. I mean, it it drained me. It was yeah. the worst two-two game I've ever seen in my life. First mm-hmm. of all, I want to say that I hate when you're taking a picture out after one guy. I'm sorry, analytics people. I'm sorry. Well, next but year Chad they won't be Green, able to do it. Chad Green was rolling, and then here comes Aaron Boone to take him out. He puts one. I, I just and by the end of the game, you're stuck with Jay Happ. One pitch, Carlos Correa. See you later. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now it's a new series. I, I, well, let's I think talk. It, I think let's it talk sucks. about you know you're, the guy you mentioned first, Aaron Judge. Yeah. And you seem to feel better when we mention this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so tell me, does he remind you of Dave Winfield? 
No, I don't think he does. Oh, Mr. He, May, you mean? He does me. Mr. Yeah. May? <laughs> That's not fair. Dave Winfield was a great player. I know, but George Steinbrenner named him Mr. May. Well, George Steinbrenner was a bit of a jerk. <laughs> he was also a phenomenal owner. Well, uh, yeah. just like Mr. Illich here. Yeah, he was to willing to spend a lot of money. And their sons are not willing to spend the money. Nope. Both sons. Yeah. Hal in New York, mm-hmm. Chris here in Detroit. Yeah. Well, I think baseball has changed. You know, there's a little bit of, there's a luxury tax now. The smaller market teams, like we really are now, can't afford it. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's it's like it's like in business when you try to save your way to prosperity. Doesn't happen. Doesn't. It it, it seldom happens. Mm-hmm. Now I, I realize you got to be smart with your money, but to continue, continually cut and cut and cut like the Tigers have done. I don't see where the rebuilding's coming from. Where are you, where are you putting the money? Where are you well, putting the money? The big, the big thing right now is next year, after next year, you only have one contract that will be over twenty million dollars. Who's that? That's Miguel Cabrera. Because <laughs> you're oh gonna, you're, that guy. You're, you're gonna lose. That was sarcastic. You're gonna, you're gonna lose Zimmerman. <laughs> I know. You're gonna lose Zimmerman off of uh, your payroll after next year. Well, I don't know if, if I want to give up I'm, on Zimmerman. If I'm the Tigers, I give up I'm on him. I'm kidding. Again. If I'm the Tigers, I give up on him. <laughs> but then you think about it. You have nobody making close to twenty million on that roster. You can then go out and get guys who are gonna be younger bats. Yeah. And maybe get a, a season bullpen arm. Sure. Right now, I wouldn't go out and get too many starting rotation guys because by that time, you're going to have Mize. You're going to have Manning. You're going to have Scooball. You're going to have Fiedo. Whether or not Boyd will still be here is yet to be determined. I think he gets moved in the offseason. How about Norris? I, I want him moved. Fulmer. Fulmer, my, my honest opinion, Fulmer is like a Jeremy Bonderman situation right now. Oh, no, you don't, don't know. Give him the you curse. Don't, know, don't give him the curse. You don't know what he's gonna be. You we, don't. But you don't know you what he's gonna be. He's had two, he's had two surgeries in the past year. Yeah. Um. I, as much as I am hoping he comes back and he dominates like he did his rookie year. Yeah, but a lot of people way back when Tommy John surgery was kind of still being new, and they oh Tommy John surgery and then, you know Tommy and, John surgery in my opinion has right no it's become a crutch. And this is something that I cannot stand. I but cannot there's a lot more baseball players that are getting Tommy John surgery and actually still performing yes, well. Yes, but no, that's the thing. There is a there is a trend with Tommy John surgery. Your velocity goes up. I've I've seen articles written where high scores are getting Tommy John, and it's te- and it's something that the doctor said is a last resort. It is not what you need to be doing right now. Right. But they're getting it in the hopes that it will actually better their chances in the future. I'm sorry. If Why? they're saying this is your last resort option and you get it and then you can't you can't pitch the way you used to and you you know you flame out, I'm sorry. There is way too many instances right now where younger players are getting Tommy John and it's not needed. Well I wanna I, I'm hopeful they can do something for old age. <laughs> Eventually, we'll find that fountain of youth. Yeah. So we got a special guest on the line with us. Oh, let's uh, bring him on. Scott, are you there? I am. Uh, I'm here. It sounds like you're I'm in the happy, car. But I'm here. Uh, tell us about tell us about the Cardinals. How they're going to come back? They're going to eke out a victory tonight, <laughs> and then hopefully 
another one tomorrow. <laughs> and then just get back to St. Louis. Get back to St. Louis and get Wainwright and Flaherty. Um, and see what happens. Listen, I've, I've seen it happen. We've all seen it happen with the 2004 Red Sox. I don't think it's going to happen. They don't, have, they don't have the pitching the Red Sox did. But uh, win a game. Let's, let's, you got to win today. Just win the game today, and we'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow. Well, don't get don't get too down. You know, at least your Cardinals are in the playoffs. We. Yeah, I know, I know, but that's you know <laughs> when you get here, <laughs> you want more than no. I'm I'm better off than 26 of uh, some fans from other teams. Yeah, I got that, and that's that's great. But you know, when you're this close and there's a big ice cream cone in front of you, you want to lick that cone. That's right. Yeah. It's your fault, Scott. You're the one that called the Nationals as the red hot team. You called it. Yeah, yeah. I actually have to tell you, the the great green one was right on last week with a lot of the predictions. <laughs> but unfortunately, the main prediction doesn't look like it's going to come true. But listen, let's see what happens. I mean, they, sure. they've looked, uh, uh, you know, we went from going to 10 runs in one inning since the last time I spoke to you to not even be able to get, you know, I don't think a left-handed batter has a hit yet. So they don't. That's, that's pretty pathetic. But... It also it, it shows the Cardinals front office what it is we need, and uh, I can tell you right now I will make an, a bold prediction that Anthony Rendon or Josh Donaldson will be the Cardinals third baseman next year. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know I saw and I saw and it. in a blockbuster trade, Mookie Betts will be a Cardinal. Oh. Wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> right. What are what are the Cardinals going to give up for him? Um, I think they could give up Hudson. Certainly, they would try and move Fowler. Um, they have plenty of prospects. I mean, I I think the the Red Sox are looking to rebuild a little bit, and they can get a bunch of stuff from the Cardinals. The Cardinals got plenty of prospects, outfielders or whatever. But the Cardinals need two slugging outfielders, whether or not they keep Azuna. The whole Cardinals outfield can be different uh, by spring training than what you're looking at right now. Yeah. And I, I know that Martinez will definitely be traded for pitching to the American League because he's just that much of a liability mm-hmm. in the field that uh, he's a perfect DH for any American League team. Well, uh Let's say that you're right. The inevitable happens. The Cardinals lose. The Nationals win. If the Astros can beat the Yankees, we might be interested in watching the World Series because it's going to be all Tigers. Yeah. We'll yeah. have A.J. Uh, Hinch. We'll have, we'll have uh, Verlander. We'll have uh, Annabelle Sanchez. We'll have <laughs> Sir Scherzer. Don't forget Fernando Rodney. Uh, Fernando Rodney. We, we've got the Tiger team right there. Woo! Yep, yep. I think today, at the time, I'm shocked that the Cardinals got prime time today, not the Yankees on TV. I'm shocked that it's a 4 o'clock game. It's because it's about Stadium, 30 degrees up. in New York. Well, they played last night. They couldn't make them play last night and then 3 o'clock. Yeah. I guess they could, but they didn't. I guess. Yeah. Um, they have before, but, yeah, they, they, they didn't. But the Yankees have to win. Uh, the Yankees need to maybe run the table before they go back out there. I still like the Yankees. I think they're uh, – uh, they just slug, and I think uh, that they'll, they'll come – back and win two out of three at home. I think that's going to go seven games. 
I think the Yankees will prevail in some classic Game 7. I hope well, you're right. Well, Tom Mazaway's here with us, and he's a big Yankees fan, and and uh, we're trying to we're trying to help him get over that. But that Sunday that Sunday game was hard to get over. That was a that was an ugly five hour uh, marathon. I could never get back those five hours. Yeah. And then I, he watched uh, the Lions. Uh, I last think they'll night. be all right. All right. We'll and take and then Scott he he watched the Lions last night. On top of that. <laughs> Is that a football team? No. It isn't. <laughs> hey, they're better than the St. Louis football team. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you're 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 more of a Jets fan, aren't you there, Scott? Um, I was a I you know what, I've really fallen out of favor with football, but yes, I was a Jets season ticket holder for a long time and then I just got tired of going and I just got wore out by football and I just don't watch it and when I started playing at the plate. I was so enveloped and immersed in baseball. I just—that's all I got time for. Tell us a little bit about uh, how Rickwood went. Oh, it was fabulous as always. Um, it was something I was thinking about taking off the calendar for next year, but after you go there and you make so many people happy, we had a lot of new customers. We're going to try and do a concerted effort to actually market the tournament and uh, expand it because there is a beautiful college field right down the street that we could use to supplement some games but Rickwood Field is a national treasure uh, the weather was in the mid 60s it was just perfect and uh, and it was excellent baseball and congratulations to uh, the Atlanta Spikes who beat the Baton Rouge Red Barons with four runs in the bottom of the eighth to win 5-4 so uh, great game and uh, great people fabulous restaurants I love Birmingham great city so we do hope to be back uh, where we are we are planning on going back next year the same time the uh, columbus day weekend cool wow. didn't michael jordan play for that barons team he did i don't think he ever played on the field though um he played at the new ballpark downtown at legion park or whatever they call it and uh I, he may have played one game there they play one minor league game their year which is their big fundraiser uh, they packed the place out for the Rickwood Classic, but uh, and then rely on groups like mine and high schools and other things to take care of the place uh, to, to get some money. I mean, it's really it's such a precious, precious place that is kept alive by a group called the Friends of Rickwood, who don't want to see it uh, demolished and don't want to see it torn down. I mean, it is America's oldest ballpark, and and if you've never played there, you owe it to yourself to go there once and uh, feel the power of uh, baseball in its purest form. you got to get Jess out there and let him play, for crying out loud. I've played with Scott before. I, oh, you I, got to play there. I tell you, the, the, the play-at-the-plate uh, tournaments are wonderful. And, uh, you know, I can't go to all of them. I've, you know, I've got a job here. You can go to Rickwood. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I'd like to. We'll do a field trip. And you know what? Uh, Scott would probably give us the... Uh, you know the baseball mainly discount. There you go. Which is, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he would not do that. But anyway, <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to say, is the baseball mainly discount like more? Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it costs you more. <laughs> We're trying to attract customers. Um, no, of course. Um, listen, actually, we're looking at another ballpark that has been mentioned to me that I have, uh, called uh, McCormick Field in Asheville, North Carolina, which is currently. Oh the longest-running 
uh, minor league field in the country. And uh, it's a beautiful-looking ballpark. I don't know if there's enough in Asheville, North Carolina, although I heard it's a uh, oh. uh, growing Beautiful area. So that might that might be something new on yeah that might be something new on the list for next year or the year after. But uh, there's a great barbecue um, place there called Jim Stanley's. Really good barbecue well, and uh, and country music and uh, we'd have a riot there. We'd have a great time well, there. Maybe we'd have to go there then. Yeah, on the backside of the Smoky Mountains, it's uh, it's gorgeous. Hey, uh, well, Scott, we're, we're, we'll take a look at. We're, we're going uh, to run your ad. I want to thank you for being with us today. And, uh, you know, let, go Cardinals. It ain't over till it's over, right? Uh, listen, I'll be, I'll be watching. I'll be, uh, hopefully won't be throwing as much food at the TV as I did last night. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, throw, throw things like popcorn because they don't make as big a mess, you know, because some Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people, the, the people at the hotel are not happy with me. No. <laughs> Hey, that's playattheplate.org, right? Playattheplate.org. And yep. uh, and uh, check out the, the website, plan your trip for, uh, what's your next, you probably not don't have anything else coming up to well, spring, Our right? next trip, yeah, we're going to take a break now. We're going to do some uh, more marketing things, change the website. We'll be back in Palm Beach in early April, the 2nd to 5th. Actually, we will have a World Series sale. Uh, just before the World Series starts next week. So heads up for that if you're on our mailing list. If you're not, get on our mailing list. Contact us at playattheplate.org. Let us get on, uh, uh, be able to get you some stuff that you could come to. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to another great year next year. It's been a, a really good year this year, and uh, I want to thank you guys in particular for helping get the word out. And uh, enjoy coming on the show every Oh, we love about. having you on, Scott. Thanks for joining great, us, great. and uh, we're going to run your ad, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you next week about the who's in the World Series. Well, let's hope I'm happy, all right? Yeah, let's hope. All right. Bye, Scott. Okay, See thanks, Scott. Guys. Go yep, Yanks. Thanks, guys. Would you like to play some baseball? You still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Great guy. Great guy, Scott Green. And I, I, I got to tell you, I've been to four or five of these tournaments, a couple with my son where we've we've played together, and uh, it's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not a great ball player. There are guys better than me there and guys who look like they, you know, have picked up a bat to play softball a few times, right? Mm -hmm. But it, there's a real camaraderie. You get to play on a real field. You have good umpiring. Usually in a great location, people get together after the games. In fact, when we were in uh, Cooperstown, we got to tour a private tour of the uh, museum. It was he, he, Scott does it well. I highly recommend it. Go to playattheplate.org. Well, uh, there's some stuff going on in baseball. A lot of managers have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there, there are a there lot are... of rumors flying around. I mean, there are eight... Brad Osmus, I understand, is being considered... To replace Ron Gardner. Have you heard this? <laughs> oh, wow. No. Really? They got to bring him back? No, it wouldn't surprise me, though. Let's be honest. I, I think. I would cry. The, uh, I would cry. I would cry for 162 right, right games. Right now, Brad, my plea to you is go back, coach college ball, 
Then maybe in a year or two, go to minor league. And then come back to He's going to be with the Padres. No, no. Somehow he'll be with that organization. I I apologize to all Padres fans if Brad Ausmus becomes your manager. I didn't say manager yet. Because your your talented young core is going to just... Unfortunately, not going to perform up to par. Well, we heard uh, uh, horrible news about the pitcher from the Tyler di- Skaggs. Yeah, Tyler yeah. Skaggs, who, mm-hmm. who, who died from a, a drug overdose yeah. uh, with the Angels. And I wonder if that had anything to do. No. With Austin well, didn't help leaving. It didn't no, help. but it, it didn't help. But I don't think that had anything to do with it. He wasn't. The Angels had a talented enough team to be a wild card team. I don't think so. The only thing that didn't go well for them was uh, Trout getting injured for the last two months, mm-hmm. and the fact that Shohei Otani was only a one-way player this year, mm-hmm. coming back from the Tommy John surgery, and hopefully he'll be back pitching next year. They had a good rotation, but most people won't recognize it as a good rotation because they're names nobody's really heard of. Mm-hmm. Um they were underrated guys who performed well. The bullpen was above average. Um, unfortunately, you also were in a division with a 90-plus win A's team mm-hmm. and a 100-plus win Astros team, which doesn't help when you have to play a combined 38 games against the two of them. Well, speaking of that, speaking of the A's, on one of the cable channels, I've run across the movie Moneyball a couple times this week. So it, Great movie. It's at that time of year. It, that has changed the game, hasn't it, for certain teams? They've figured out how to win with guys who aren't big names. I mean, it's realistic. Look at the Rays. It, it's realistic. Fifty-three million in payroll. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Rays, and they made the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, fifty-three million in payroll. But you also got to point out the fact that some of those guys on that Rays roster are first and second year players, where the salary that they are allowed to make. Is like under a million dollars a piece. Well, still, so you're saying, saying that does saying help. Still, you're saying they had a good farm system. They had no. They actually traded for a few of these guys, which was great trades, and they gave up higher pieces. The uh, Chris Archer trade, which netted them Austin Meadows, great trade because they didn't need Chris Archer anymore. Mm-hmm. They had come up with this new way of pitching, and that's the opener to the Poor bullpen. Chris Archer. Right. Um, and Chris Archer, we'll talk about him in a few minutes. But Austin, apart. Austin Meadows was a talent before he even came over. Was a highly touted, talented outfielder with a power bat and good fielding. I mean, you already so have Kevin Kiermaier out there. So, what do you attribute this fifty-three million dollar payroll? Good trades, good draft. Who makes those trades? The GM. Okay. Just, just checking. I mean, I, I, I thought maybe they were lucky. I, mean, I would think the GM has to still get owner approval, like in most organizations. Which just I'm, are you calling which, a specific GM out right now? No, you oh, know, I would, I, I, I would have left the look, point. I out. think, I think Mr. Avila has been dealt a very difficult hand. Yep. And uh, the signing of the two free agent pitchers mm-hmm. looked like it was really going to work out this year, yep. and they both got hurt. Yep. He signed. Signed a guy to play second base, Harrison, mm-hmm. who didn't play most of the year, and he got released. And, well, and, and had a a history of being a good player. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, Jordy Mercer, he got had injured. a miserable start with us, but turned out he held his own. Yep, yep. And he was he was uh, 
he had utility, not just being a utility kind of guy, mm-hmm. but he had utility. Sure. He could play yeah. various places. Yeah. And the, he hit the ball okay. Mm-hmm. The only th- but there was nobody hitting around anybody. No. The the big thing, though, with Alavio, <laughs> which I think a lot of people still undervalue about him, is he can—I look at him, and I see more of a scout in him. I mean, hell, he took J.D. Martinez— off of when he was designated and released by the Astros, he said, I know this guy can be a potential great hitter. Brings him over, they change one thing, and he evolves into this top 10. Yeah. He did, power it, with, he did it with Miguel Cabrera. When, with, uh, well, Cabrera Martin. was still all right. Well, I know, but yeah. I mean, he, find, he got him over here. We need to yeah. find three or four J.D. Martinez for next year. I'll take that because, you know, the I mean, jersey take, of J.D. Martinez not is sitting in the back of my car a, right I will now, take a Riley dust. Green in two years, which is probably going to equivalent to a yeah, Mookie Betts I'm, type player. Yeah, very interested on Riley Green because he's moving fast. He'll, be in, he'll start double A next year. I was going to say, why don't you maybe make a play for Mookie Betts? Um, he's available. Yeah. Okay. He's young, right? Yeah. I would like like to. I would like to squash these rumors. Yes, people are saying Mookie Betts is available. He is not the uh, Red Sox priority to move right now. It's Jackie Bradley Jr. I don't want him. And retaining JD Martinez. JD Martinez can opt out. Right. Who took over as GM? I've, They're doing it by yeah. by, 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 by committee, by committee right? Yeah. Okay. But right now, if I'm the Red Sox, I gotta a try and keep JD in Boston because he's my best overall hitter. I gotta get rid of Jackie Bradley Jr. because out of my outfielding assets, he is the most movable piece. Sure. Yeah, but who wants him? He could play in the outfield, he, he but he can, can't hit. He can play pretty much. I think he starts in any outfield except for New York, with the Dodgers. And with the Astros. Um, somebody will trade for him, I truly believe it. If I'm the Red Sox and I want to maintain relevancy for the next 10 years, I sign Mookie Betts in the offseason, not this offseason, next offseason. I wait for my payroll to get a little bit lower, and then I give him his contract. I think you're I trying don't... to bid out to be the next GM of Boston, yeah. are you? <laughs> Hey, you know, well, I'll speak, gladly take that up. Uh, speaking job. of it, Mr. General Manager, uh, Gabe Kapler mm-hmm. to the Cubs? I don't know. Joe Esp- Espada, the Astros bench coach, is also in the running. Well, Kapler has experience. Uh, you know, they didn't get it done in Philly this year yeah, for you sure. Know, Bryce Harper did not help them. No. Well, that's, I mean, you see those memes all over social media. About, that's great. About I Harper love it. not being there. It's, yeah, uh, it's not, I love uh, it. He gets picked on a lot now. Yeah. He's yeah. people, I guess, don't like him. So he put you put yourself in the limelight like that, though. You be flashy. You yell. You scream. You flip your bat. I like You're him. Gonna, you have to stand there and take whatever's thrown at you because you put yourself in. I don't there. think he's complaining. Yeah. So Tom, so who's going to the Mets? What's the rumor say, there? Mets, what do you think of uh, Eduardo Perez <laughs> interviewing to be the next I think Mets I'd, manager? I, I like Eduardo Perez on TV, and you know I know he's been on a several teams. He's been on the Marlins. I think he was a hitting instructor there. Yeah. I know he's got a people. He's got Tony Perez. That's Tony Perez's little boy. You know, mm-hmm. the big red machine. Yep, I mean, yep. I like Eduardo. You know what? I like Carlos Beltran. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go for a guy that hasn't had the managerial experience, and sure. he and he stepped out and said, "I only want to manage for the Mets." I kind of like that. I like a guy that's been in New York before, mm-hmm. yeah. and he knows what he's doing. And I think the players would really like him, like they liked. Uh, 
for the Red Sox. Who's the Red, the Red Sox? Cora. Cora, yeah. yeah. And the Red Sox guys went for him. Now I know the, the, the bloom is off the rose for him right now. Same for poor Dave Roberts. He's he still got a job in, yeah. in uh, Dodger land, but how much longer is he going to last? But I didn't think Dave Roberts should lose his job. Um, well, he's got a high payroll, and he, it, hasn't gotten to, he hasn't won it at all. It's just an unfortunate, you know, you got players who perform year in, year out, great in the regular season and then the mindset when they get into the postseason is something goes wrong in the mindset they can't play like they did in the regular season clayton kershaw will go down as one of the best left-handed pitchers of the 21st century in my opinion but it will be solely based on his regular season stats mm-hmm. he will be known kind of like david price is known as a postseason flop what yeah. about well? Who's Till going last year? Who do you like no. for the Phillies? You've got three guys here: Baker, Girardi, and Showalter. I would have loved to see Dusty Baker come back and manage. I would love to see Girardi. Actually. I mean, I, I would love to see all three of these guys. <laughs> Girardi's gonna. Th- I think when all said and done, I think he'll be the Mets guy. Okay. I think Joe Girardi will be the Mets guy. And I, don't forget, Joe Madd hasn't signed with the Angels yet, and he's no. a Philly boy. Yeah. Well, all right, just throwing it out there. The the, the dark horse, the dark horse for uh, Joe Madden, I truly believe, and I would love to see this because I want to see him work with the young team again. Is San Diego? I think Joe, not Joe Girardi, Joe Madden, in San Diego. If that happens, the Padres are in the postseason in the next two years. And possibly winning a series. They got a young rotation. They got to change their uniforms. They, they got a, so boring. They got a young rotation. A they got uniform. a great young lineup. <laughs> Once you move Kinsler out of that lineup and you bring back uh, Luis Urarez, I think is how you say his last name. I don't know. I don't like trying to pronounce some of these. People's I don't know names. any Padres. You got um, me. But too many Padres. Truthfully, the Padres have one of the best farm systems. A lot of these guys are going to be up in the next year to two years. If I'm out west, I'm looking at the Padres and saying, we better watch our backs because they're going to be leading that division with the right man at the helm, and that is not Brad Ausmus. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I, I, I'm at a loss. You, you don't like Kinsler? I like Kinsler, but I don't see him going back to San Diego because San Diego has too much talent in the farm system that Kinsler is clogging up a spot right now. Kinsler's coming back to Detroit. You didn't know that? No, you I didn't, didn't know. I didn't. Know. Wait, were you sure. on, Maz? Were you on the show when I explained my Ian Kinsler story? Wh- which one was that? Uh, we were talking about weird things that happened in the yes, clubhouse. Yes, okay. yes. Does he is he nude in front of there, or is he do his hair? Which one it was? He that? was body inspection. Yeah, body, right, body inspection. Let's it. move on. <laughs> <laughs> twins, uh, twins uh, exercise their option to pick up Nelson Cruz so, for uh, another year for twelve million. Heck yeah. Officially, they cannot announce it yet but they've already kind of said yeah we're picking it up and it's a no-brainer that's cheap it is a no-brainer that they are going to pick up this option um and then there's guys that you kind of look at and you wonder will their options get picked up and that involves uh chris archer cole calhoun edwin encarnacion will he will his 20 million dollar option get picked up by the yankees no probably not Unless I mean, he really lights it up now, because yeah. he's been stinking this yeah. playoff, this series. I know well, he's been hurt. I'm, I, I'm, if I'm, you know, I'm not picking up Archer's uh, option. That's a guy. One forty-one whip, five nineteen ERA. However, 
does have 143 strikeouts in 119 innings. I would love for the Tigers to look at Chris Archer. I mean, well, there are guys hurt. that could revitalize their um, their careers. Another guy who I want to see come back, but he just may not ever be the same, and that is uh, Matt Harvey. Yeah. yeah. Matt Harvey was a great pitcher. The Dark Knight. And I don't know where it went wrong. If would it was you take, the injuries. or Would you take Jose Quintana here? I would, but I have a feeling Quintana will have more. You'll have more people going after Quintana than you will going after Chris Archer, and it's the sole fact that Quintana is a left, a young left-handed pitcher, versus Archer being a righty. Yeah, Quintana's numbers are better than Archer's too. Well, you know we're at that point in the show when we normally talk about ballpark food, but since all the ballparks are closed except for the ones in the playoffs, mm-hmm. we thought we'd talk about uh, Mr. Mazaway's favorite food when he's on the air and that's at Mr. Joe's. Mr. Joe's burgers are just known for uh, being great and I had one last night while we watched Lions Rap with with Tom Mazaway. We had a great time out there by the way. I know, uh, Uh, they're good hosts and uh, they do a nice job. It's a great place to watch games. Now I, I didn't get a vegan burger. I got the turkey burger. You didn't get the impossible burger? No. The impossible I, Whopper? No. <laughs> I had I, I did have a turkey burger and it was great. Service was great. It was a great place to listen to your broadcast. Thank you. And uh, uh, you'll be there next Sunday. We'll be there every Sunday from here on out through the yep. Lion season. Two hours o'clock, before kickoff. Mr. Joe's twelve mile road just east of Northwestern Highway. Right on Franklin. Come out and see Tom Mazaway. And hear about the Lions. And we got our regular show uh, birthing tomorrow. That's right, right here on NRMStreamcast.com at 11 a.m. tomorrow. 11 a.m. tomorrow. Check it out. Well, for Corey, Ethan, Tom, and Jess, this is me saying, (laughs) let's play two. (laughs) 